When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Football is here, and so is your shot at millions. Thanks to our partnership with DraftKings, all new players can play free for millions with your first deposit. Here's how it works. Create your DraftKings DFS account and make a deposit. DraftKings will credit your account with free entry to these contests. Draft your lineup and go for the millions in top prizes. Just go to dkng.co slash brawl pod to play. That's dkng.co slash brawl pod. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code CODE. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code CODE. Thanks, Manscaped, for making our winter wieners look so good. trade in place with the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz is coming to the Indianapolis Colts. Joined by me as always, Destin Adams. And we made the tweet. We were expecting to introduce some more, you know, uh, professionally at another date and time, but an emergency pod. He is with us, Zach Boyd, originally from Colts Colts Nation 365. He is here with us now. He is going to be our third host on the show every week. Zach, welcome to Colts Brawl, brother. 
Hey, man, uh, just want to take a quick second. Thank you and Destin for, you know, let me join up with this team. Um, I'm excited. I'm ready to get into it. Draft season uh, and this crazy trade today, right? We get Carson Wentz. We have a quarterback, just like you mentioned, franchise quarterback. Um, I'm excited about this podcast just to kind of hash it out and talk about, you know, all the possibilities with Carson Wentz. Yeah, I mean, I've all, I've, I'm really excited to add a third um, host to the show. Um, sometimes I need a little backup uh, to back Michael into a corner on some of the things he says. Um, so it's going to be really nice to have a third person to be able to hold Michael down when he needs it. Um, but, man, I mean, like you said, we have a quarterback. I mean, it was the biggest question going into the offseason. We've all been exhausted with every single quarterback being rumored here. I mean, the trade-ups were starting to become more likely than getting a quarterback right now, it felt like. And I just wasn't ready to commit to trading all those draft capital for a young quarterback right now. So I love it. I'm a big Carson Wentz guy. We're going to get into this a little bit more. Um, but, man, I- I'm excited. I just want to be the first person to tell you, Destin, I told you so. Chris Ballard's not trading up. He's not going up into the top five for a quarterback. I told you guys you didn't want to listen. He went hey, 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 hey. a reclamation project, project instead of going for your guy, Zach Wilson, that you like to call Patrick Mahomes. Whoa, so, whoa, whoa. Hey, man, this, this isn't a there's a lot. Episode. This is there a is a lot. Episode. There is a lot of exaggerations being thrown there from Michael's side. Uh, first of all, I don't know if I've ever said I was team trade-up. Uh, you can look for that anywhere you want. I also don't think I've ever said Zach Wilson is Patrick Mahomes. Now, what I have said is that Michael – tried to compare him to Alex Smith, and I said that that was a very incorrect take. But like you said, this is not a draft episode. We don't have to get into this. Um, But Carson Wentz is the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. That's something we can agree on. Yes. I mean, look, like you said, we'll have a draft episode later on down the road. It's going to be a loaded episode, I'm sure. We have plenty of time to talk about that. But a trade has gone down. We are sending our third-round pick, this year, number 84 overall, I believe that is, sending it to the Philadelphia Eagles. We are also sending a 2022 second-round pick that can turn into a first-round pick if Carson Wentz plays 75% of the snaps in for, for the Indianapolis Colts. My first thought, Ballard, USOB, you did it again. I mean – Chris Ballard's always said he's going to be aggressive, but they're not going to be desperate. And uh, last night I tweeted Jacob Eason's season because I even let you guys know, you know, I had a little bit of information from an agent close to the Eagles. And there was some talk that Ballard grew frustrated and he was about to give Roseman the look, you either take it or don't. I'm out. I'm not going to be wasting my time. And Howie Roseman took it literally the next morning. And I mean, what, what can I say? My first thought is right now, the one thing that I love about this is that the players, all the players are coming out and they're in full support of Carson Wentz. Michael Pittman, what number is he going to have? I'm all for him keeping number 11. Carson Wentz, remove everything from Philadelphia. Remove everything from the past. Get a new number. You got a new team, new coach. I love it, but I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this, Zach. We'll get with Zach and then we'll go to Destin afterwards. Yeah, man. So uh, uh, for everybody who doesn't know, um, I haven't been so pro Carson Wentz up until this point. Um, I just thought that there I wanted the draft. I wanted the Zach Wilson's or the Justin Fields of the world. Um, 
But that being said, Carson Wentz is our quarterback, and I fully support him. Um, I see why that Chris Ballard went ahead and made this move. Um, from a cap standpoint, it makes sense. From a you know just from the trade makes sense. He didn't give up that first or that second round of this year. Um, he was able to preserve that, get that left tackle, possibly, you know, that that big time corner. Maybe we can finally hit on a corner in that first or second round this year. Um, you, you know, and also I think that they look at this situation a lot, Mike, in, in the same way that they looked at like Phillip Rivers. You know, he had coming off of one of his worst years, but, you know, familiarity with the system. He knows Frank Reich. He's comfortable with Frank Reich. Um, they think they can fix him. They think the tools are there. Um, and what are the two things that, you know, Phillip really struggled with last year? Um, being able to throw the deep ball and being able to move in the pocket. I think you get those things. That's an upgrade you get with Carson Wentz. Um, so there are some things to like. Um, I also think that this probably enhances, and I'd be kind of interested to see Destin's take on this. This enhances the the, the way the possibility of T.Y. Hilton coming back because you got to have that deep threat. Um, maybe a guy on a practical deal, you don't have to spend quite as big. Um, bringing T.Y. Hilton back into the fold as well. Um, Destin, what do you think about that, man? Yeah, I mean, the quarterback position had to get answered before free agency, um, whether that was our own free agents or incoming free agents from other teams, because nobody that isn't just signing for the money right now is going to go to a team with a big question mark at quarterback. And, I mean, I said this on a live stream today um, with Cody Felger and a few other guys um, that have just joined the Colts Brawl family here. Um like I, I, what I've heard about T.Y. Hilton is he wants to be an indie, but he wants to see what the market's like. Um, so I don't think that changes with Carson Wentz currently. Um, I think he wants to see what his market value is um, and go from there. I think he, his first hope is to be back here. Um, so I think he would give us the option to match any deal he gets, but I think he does want to get money elsewhere. Um, and, but this is huge for this is a free agency wise. This is a deep, edge rusher free agency this is a deep receiver class free agency wise they're going to have a lot of possibilities to fill some holes um and what i got from the trade is that i think ballard's going to be really aggressive i think he's going to be really aggressive on this free agency in this draft because his willingness to give up a first later if it meant he got to keep his picks this year in the first and second round that tell that told me that i think this is going to be a, a very aggressive chris ballard offseason i'm really excited um i mean Opposite of Zach, I, I've been pro Carson Wentz since the beginning. Um, I've always been a Carson Wentz fan. I watched his games with Philadelphia because I just love the talent he has. Um, last year was a bad year. I mean, he played poorly. I'm not going to take that away from him. He was he played poorly. But there were so many things that added into that. Um, having a, if not bottom three offensive line in the league, for sure a bottom five um, with the injuries they had there. The play calling was abysmal. Um, we talked about that all year last year, that Doug Peterson – needed to get rid of the play calling and just never did. And they had no creativity. It was very basic and very bland to have an offense that had playmakers and they just weren't using them well. Frank Reich, I mean, opposed to what most Colts fans believe, is one of the best play callers in football, super creative. And this is only going to open up his playbook. We talked about it all year last year. Rivers had a great year, better than most people even thought he would. But him not being mobile, him being immobile, um, just took away so many options out of Frank Reich's book. Um, and 
like you said, Carson Wentz has a very – he has a good arm. He really does. He, he's going to be able to extend plays. He's going to be able to do things out of the pocket. And in the AFC that's deep with quarterbacks right now, with Mahomes and Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson pending, we'll kind of see what that situation goes. You needed a guy who could make the big plays. They went out and got him. They don't give up 2021 draft capital on first round or second round. And I guarantee you Bauer's already ready to trade out at 21 back to the end of the first to pick up another third, maybe a second to be able to kind of make up for um, this trade. So Bauer already has all this ready. I'm really excited to see uh, what the plan is in the off season, because now that the quarterback's been answered, that's the first domino and a bunch of more about to fall. The quarterback domino was the biggest one that needed to fall first, in my opinion. It, it just needed to. And Dustin, you said it right. You got to be able to end. My biggest thing is now you have a pitching chip, two free agents now, because now you don't just have a solid roster. You don't just have a solid offensive line. You don't have pillars in the defense like a Darius Leonard, Kenny Moore, Julian Blackman, DeForest Buckner. Now you have the quarterback to pitch. And from what I'm seeing all from Twitter, man, the Eagles players are almost like jealous that Carson Wentz is getting out of Philadelphia and they're not. Colts players are coming out and just just wrapping themselves around Carson, welcoming him in. And I mean, my sense is right now is who doesn't want to play for this guy right now? So I think the Colts are major players in free agency. And, you know, people are going to say like, oh, we can't spend too much. We got to extend guys. I mean, guys, the cap is not always, you know, what we think it is. Even if we get to like negative five, uh, five over the cap, he's still going to extend Braden Smith. He's still going to extend Darius Leonard. I mean, look at the freaking Saints. How do you think they got to $90 million over the cap? They brought in guys like Malcolm Jen- Jenkins, Jameis Winston. They extended guys like Mal- Michael Thomas, Cam Jordan, Drew Brees. I mean, come on, guys. Like Chris Ballard will get it done. They know how to work the cap. I trust it. Now, staying on Carson Wentz here before we get into all the other potential moving pieces, does this move right now solidify the Colts? What is more likely? You know, what do you see more realistically right now before we start adding pieces? Is Carson Wentz making the Colts more of a contender in the AFC or a contender for the actual Super Bowl championship? Yeah, I think probably, in my opinion, um, I think they're probably contender for the AFC. I don't know. I wouldn't. I'm not quite ready to say they're Super Bowl contenders. Um, but let's just see what what Chris Bowers got up his sleeve. Um, that left tackle position needs to be solidified. I do believe, you know, speaking on that free agency, um, I'm a big. Uh, you know, all I want for Christmas is, is Shaq Barrett. Um, I want I want a lot of people to get on board with a pass rusher. I think you can go out there and find a big time target for Carson Wentz. Um, but you know, like Desmond was saying earlier, I feel like this is Ballard's first real you know attempt to go for an all in type season. You know, we haven't seen him be that that type of a GM. He's been very measured in all of his moves. But I think he's win now. You know, I think you listen to Jim Mercy talk um, in, in his postseason press conference, and I think they think they have a team that, that's ready to compete, are ready to push towards the Super Bowl. Um, I want to see more from Carson. I just want to see how uh, he responds. And I think more than physical, I think it's the mental the part that I, that I had a little bit of an issue with. I was a little bit nervous that, you know, he had this competition with Jalen Hurts. 
you know, and I felt like instead of just rising in that situation, you know, you just kind of fell off and, and kind of let it go. So I hope he kind of gets that swagger back and I hope he can make some way somehow Frank can kind of light that fire um, with that good offensive line and still a little bit of confidence, great playmaking. And um, we'll just see, man. But I think they're definitely a playoff contender. Now I'm not quite ready to go Super Bowl contender just yet. What say you, Destin? Hey fellas, we are in the thick of winter and a storm's a brewing. It looks like one to three inches are in for the forecast when you trim that hibernation bush that's taking place in your pants. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped specialize in products to make sure you're walking around town with beautiful snowballs. Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience, offering precious engineering tools for your family jewels. I mean... I'm not ready to like put anybody in those, but those bubbles yet. Like I, I mean, I saw Colin Coward through the Colts in his Super Bowl bubble um, today, right after the Carson Wentz trade. I'm not ready to go into any of those um, just yet. I want to see how the free agency goes. I want to see how the draft goes because teams shake up ridiculously in the off season. There are teams that were Super Bowl contenders at the beginning of an off season that can go through a complete overhaul in an off season and just be a very different team. I, I want to see what those are um, because I think there are very different situations um, that could advance this team to a Super Bowl bubble team, in my opinion. Um, but they got to fill some holes first. I think Carson Wentz is a great first piece to make that step towards that. Um, and I, he was my number one option at quarterback before I heard about Matthew Stafford. Um, obviously the Matthew Stafford's name got thrown out there. Aaron Rodgers' name got thrown out there and Carson Wentz had to take a little bit of backseat for a little bit in my head. Um, but I mean, we're, we're, we're coming right back to my option. A um, Carson Wentz is a guy that I think is going to attract other guys. Like I said earlier to be able to make this team a Super Bowl team, which is why Ballard I think made the deal. And I'm sure they already have some plans in place. I would love to see if there's some restructuring coming because that would, that would be huge if this trade that the Colts had already spoken with Carson Wentz agent a little bit and that there is some restructuring coming because that could open up a lot of possibilities down the line. I mean, I'm with you guys here. And in terms of like, I want to wait and see, I mean, I'm not really sure if I think we've already waited and we've already seen this team is well-rounded, well-built. It's already, in my opinion, maybe a better roster than the Ravens, a better roster, in my opinion, than the Chiefs, in my opinion. Defensively, they're better. Offensive line, they're better. And weapons, obviously, they have us beat out there. Quarterback, they have us beat. But running back, we have the pieces. So that's why I think that I'm not putting them in the Super Bowl yet. But, yes, they're contenders in the AFC because of what they already have. Now, like you said, Destin, what's going to happen in the free agency and the draft? Are we going to turn into Super Bowl contenders? That remains to be seen. And, I mean, there's always a lot of options. But I, I want Colts fans to understand that everybody keeps throwing out Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson. I don't think we're getting Allen Robinson because – I mean, first off, the money, everyone's going to throw the money at him. First off, he's the number one wide receiver. The Jets are going to throw money. I mean, you talk about it, everyone's going to throw money at him. But are we truly looking at this class? Destin, we looked at this class, I believe, already. I mean, forget about Allen Robinson. What about guys like Will Fuller, potentially? I think he returns to Houston in my mind. But my personal favorite out of this class, Marvin Jones Jr., a guy that can work out of the slot. 
outside, can run the route tree, who is speedy, who is a veteran, and he can help mold and just continue to build and help teach young guys like Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell. With T.Y. Hilton, we'll see. I mean, does he just want to figure out what the market is just to see it? Because, I mean, it's his first free agency. We'll see. But I think Colts fans really got to open their eyes to weapons and not just Allen Robinson. Uh, For Carson Wentz, getting back to him, like I said on the last show, talent-wise, I want him. He's got the arm. He can scramble. Frank Reich's going to open up the playbook. Is he going to demand greatness from his team? Is he going to demand the best from his team? Is he going to be the leader that we need him to be? Phillip Rivers came in, demanded the best from everyone. I mean, you even saw it during the game. Michael Pittman ran a wrong route. Phillip Rivers doesn't go to the sideline. He meets Michael Pittman in the middle of the field and says, hey, man, you got to do this. You got to do that. That's what I want to see what Carson Wentz can do. Talent-wise, obviously. Now my question is, from the neck up, where is he at, in my opinion? I think he's a solid guy. I think he's going to take – I think he can be the answer. I don't, I'm not saying he is yet, but I think he can be the answer for the Colts. Teaming up, teaming up with Frank Reich, Marcus Brady. I mean, in my opinion, Carson Wentz has no excuse for why he can't play well. I mean, part of the reason for Carson Wentz, he had every reason to get out of Philadelphia. And now he has no reason to fail in Indianapolis. You have the connection with the head coach. You have the coaching staff. For right now, you have respectable and legit weapons in young guys and Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor. So let's see what we add. Let's see what we put around him, continue to put around him. And my first initial thought is Carson Wentz, it's all on him now. It's all on him. It's not on the Colts. It's not on anyone else but Carson Wentz. He has everything around him for right now, and it can get better to succeed in this league. That's that's my first initial thought. I mean, I don't know what else more we can talk about Carson Wentz. I mean, we've we've said it all. What what can he be? What will he be? What has he been? I don't think 2019 is the real Carson Wentz. I think, I mean, he got sacked 50 times, man. That is absurd. I don't know what to say. That that's that's just horrible. So my first initial thought is Carson Wentz has no excuse to to fail in Indianapolis. I like. There's a reason that the Colts were his preferred destination. He knew it. He he knew that for him to make the rebound he wants to make and to get back to the playing at the high level that he believes he can play, he needed to be in a situation where he had an offensive coach that he trusted that he thought could get the most out of him. He had an offensive line that was a drastic upgrade from here. If he would have went to Chicago, it would have been just as bad. The offensive line in Chicago is bad right now. Um, Coming to Indianapolis, you arguably have a top five offensive line, even with the left tackle hole right now, that's going to get filled before week one. So they're going to be up into that top three realm, no matter what, who, who, no matter who is playing at left tackle. Cause I believe Chris Bauer is going to put a feasible option out there. Um, going back to your question about Allen Robinson. The thing is, I mean, th- there's other guys in this class and I agree. I, I, I don't want to focus only on Allen Robinson or Kenny Galladay or guys like that. But the thing is Colt, the Colts have had receivers since the Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison tenure. The problem is we have not had that number one receiver. 
you, you need that in this kind of league. And to give that to a guy like Carson Wentz. Michael Pittman can turn into that? Not in year two. I think, I, I in my opinion, Chris Ballard believes he's the number one. In, in my year opinion. two? Yes. There's no, there's no way, Michael. I mean, there's guys that have been playing super so well. We calling Michael Pittman a development wide receiver after the season he just had and how he dominated in the Buffalo game? Yes, that's the definition of where he is. He's, he's a he's a developmental receiver with the upside to no. be somewhere. But but to tell me you cannot go into the next season with Michael Pittman listed at number one on your depth chart. I love Michael Pittman. I loved what I saw from the guy. But if you want a successful team, you cannot line him up at the number one spot. Because first of all, that's not just hurting the Colts. That's hurting Michael Pittman. Because making him go out and be the number one receiver before he's ready, making him draw the number one corners already before he is ready, would be a mistake to his development. And there's no way that I believe Chris Ballard would do that. He is ready now. You're overhyping it, man. You no, are. Not, dude, you are. You and I, and I, that's okay. Mike, Mike, you got to take a time out real quick, man. I think I think that right on this, brother. I think I think he. In what I see from Pittman is a is a very 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 good number two, and 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 I really do. I think he has tons of upside. But but you know, like Destin said, I think you need to go out there and get that alpha, that true number one, that one that one guy on your football team that when you throw the ball up there. He's not supposed to make those catches, but he does it anyways. You know what I mean? That, that's what you – I think that's what what all great teams are uh, – this team's been lacking for a while. They've just had a lot of really good wide receivers. Um, it didn't have to be necessarily Allen Robinson. Probably and to be honest with you, um, Chris Bowers, M.O. Chris – Chris Ballard's M.O. Is, is, has always been wait today, two, three, four, five, six in free agency and let and let everything settle out and not to overpay. So for Allen Robinson to come to the Colts would be different than we've ever seen before. Um, I could even see a guy like, you know, like a Corey Davis slipping, um, maybe a Juju. I don't love Juju, but I could see something like that happening, maybe giving him like a short-term deal. Um, we talked about this before the podcast. I think Zach Ertz will be a cap casualty, and I think that's a, a familiar face that, that, that he might bring in there with him. I think Zach Ertz would be a good fit. He didn't have a great year. He wasn't very healthy last year. Um, but I got I got to go with Modestin on this one, man. I, I think to, to, to ask Michael Pittman day one next Next year to go out and be your number one wide receiver I think that's that's asking a little bit too much out of him although I do believe he will turn out to be a very very good possession receiver I just think you need a little more of a dog in the room that's just me though now here's now here's my opinion on that Michael Pittman is a dog if if we didn't see that in college I don't know how I saw the dog in him and I, I like that you said he can be a very very good number two because that's what he is right now that is what we see the talent because everyone can I can I ask you all a question? Did we not all think he was trading out of number thirty six, number thirty four, thirty six last year? Yeah, I, I mean, we for sure thought. It. I mean, going out yeah, of the first round and did it. He stuck with Michael Pittman Jr. Now, I mean, I'm I'm open. Like I I am trying to say, if we went into the season with Michael Pittman as our number one. I'm not mad. If we went into the season with Michael Pittman as our number two, I'm not mad. I mean, I, I wouldn't. But to say that we need that alpha, like like, like an Allen Robinson, I just don't agree because I don't because I just think that Michael Pittman's ceiling is very high. I think he can be a number one right now. He is ready for that as a man, as an alpha, as a talent. He can be ready for that. No one's gonna shy away from. He's not going to shy. You know what? 
Michael Pittman's coming onto this show, and I want you guys to talk to him. I I want to get him on the show. I want you guys to ask. Hey man, him. we're about to go fund me right now for for Michael Pittman signed jersey for you for Christmas, Mike. I'll say, I'll say, I'll here's the you. thing. We'll we'll add Michael Pittman to his list because I mean we have we have we have Kyler Murray on that list that we still have to buy him for his love for Kyler Murray and other guys like that. But my thing is I. I don't think what me and Zach are saying is a disrespect to Michael Pittman. I think what we're saying in a sense is because we want him to become that, what we what, that number one receiver that we think he could get to potentially, but we think, and I'm not trying to speak for Zach so he can correct me if I'm wrong, but my opinion on it is I don't want to line him up at number one next year and hinder his ability to get to where I think he can get because we wanted to force it early. And that, that, that's my question, Destin. What, what are you hindering if you how many number two how many you're not gonna find out if he's ready until you put him out there and have him do it that's but how many even high draft pick receivers are asked to be the number one receiver in their second year there's there's very few even julio jones no dk metcalf this last year was still treated as number two dk metcalf when he was asked to be the number one is when he would have his pretty poor games this last year terry mclaurin i mean well he's the only guy in washington i was about to say that's not really a fair statement because that that, that his what i'm saying about him is probably what i'm trying to say about michael pittman like i don't think it's fair for him to be put in that role yet um but like even dk metcalf like you brought up like i feel like he's still a number two right now and even though he's shown that talent um i mean aj brown is probably on that border of the one in the second year that's like the closest guy that i would give it to oh he's a beast but I mean, there's just, there's just so many guys that are just not ready in year two. Julio Jones was still a number two to Roddy White, and Julio Jones has been ridiculous since the day he walked on the field. Yeah, I mean, one thing to think about, kind of boring for Colts fans to think about this, but because it's not a big splash, who's to say he doesn't sign Ty to kind of a, a short three-year deal where basically he pays him all his money up front year one, year two, and he can get out of it pretty quick and just run it back and then see what he's got with Paris Campbell. Cause that's the unknown, right? We don't know what we got with Paris Campbell. All we know is the guy gets hurt. I mean, my God, I think we saw a video of him walking outside in the snow and falling down. I mean, the guy's just snake bit with injuries, um, but he showed a ton of talent, man. I, I thought yeah. he was going to take that next step and, it might be nice just to see them kind of all go together, have that veteran voice in there. I think T.Y. has been a great leader. Um, I'm not saying that T.Y. is what he used to be, um, but I think you can do a lot worse than T.Y. Hilton. Um, but going out and getting a, a true number one, uh, one thing about it is, is is that Ballard will have to pay for that. There's no way around yeah. that. I mean, yeah. you can't you, you can't sign these top tier guys, and you're always going to overpay for them, right? You know, you're always going to give them more than you even think that they're worth. But hey, if that's what he wants, and if that's what Ballard thinks it, and he needs, I think actually Ballard, on my opinion, I'm interested to get you both your ideas on this. I think Ballard actually goes heavier if he's going to go big splash. I think he goes pass rusher this year. I think he yeah. he watched last year the this, this Super Bowl the year before. He saw what DeForest Buckner did in that Super Bowl. He said, "I got to have him." I was obsessed with him. He said, I was going to make this trade happen. He watched this draft. He saw that pass rush. I think he's going to have the same mentality. Um, he's going to have to have him, man. Um, and I, I, I like Shaq Barrett. He's my favorite. I don't know if they're going to let him go, but I don't know if they can sign all those guys back there in Tampa, man. So uh, just interested to get y'all's thoughts on that. I mean, it's going to be an interesting year um, with the cap most likely going down. I mean, it, they keep raising the minimum requirements for it um, because they're trying as hard as possible to recap as much money that they lost as they can during the COVID year. 
Um, so we'll see what the cap ends up getting put at. But it's going to be interesting to see what guys want. If there's going to be guys that want to go get long-term deals this offseason or if they want to sign those one-year deals, wait for the cap to go up next year. Um, we'll, we'll see how people face the free agency period. The edge, This edge class is arguably the best edge rusher free agency class that we've had in the last decade. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, there's a lot of guys to choose out of, and we'll see what comes from that. Um, and – I, there's a lot of options at the edge that I think that's where he goes primarily. Um, yeah. I mean, p- we've had sources tell Colts Brawl already that the edge and the cornerback spots are where we expect free agency to be the biggest um, for Bauer this year. And we'll see really what that it turns into. But you talked about Shaq Barrett. I think he's going to get ridiculous money wherever he goes. So I don't know if that's who I want. Um, but he, he, I mean, you saw him in the playoffs. He had a ridiculous run. He earned the money he's going to get. Um, there's a lot of guys, Bud Dupree's coming off an injury, but he Von was having Miller. a, rid- he was having a ridiculous year. I want to know a little bit more about Von Miller's, uh, case, the case against him yeah. currently <laughs> going on before I commit to a Von Miller type. But I mean, Von Miller as a player, I mean, has been great in his entire career. Um, JJ Watts, a free agent. I don't expect to come here, but Hey, who knows? Maybe he wants to play Houston twice a year. Um, and if I'm him, I'd rather play in Indianapolis than Tennessee. Um, just off of what I've seen the last couple of years and the defense that Indianapolis has built already, there's going to be a lot of edge options. It'll just be on uh, who they want to go after a guy that I think fits the Ballard mold that Michael does not like is Yannick, um, Yannick Ngakwe. Um, I mean, dominant pass rusher. I didn't say he's a dominant pass rusher. He's better than you give him credit for, but he, his body type and his length is exactly what Ballard likes on the line. So I'm just saying, when you look at the measurables and you look at his ability to win pass rush rates, even if they're not, they didn't translate to sacks last year. He's a guy that I bet is on Ballard's radar. What about Carl Lawson? Carl Lawson is a guy that I would like, but the opposite reason he's the opposite of what Ballard looks at usually on the edge body wise. He's a little bit smaller. His arms aren't as long, but he's a strong dude and a fast guy, man. He's a guy that I think is going to get his money and he's going to be really good in the NFL. Um, And I would love him to come to the Colts, but because he's not the normal guy that Ballard usually targets, he probably isn't the guy that I would put as like most likely to come here, but I'd love it. Well, on the, the edge class, I mean, <laughs> let me say this. I think it'll dry up here like in the next week or two once the franchise tag window opens up. I think that'll dry up quick. Guys like Shaq Barrett, guys like Carl Lawson are going to get franchise, ta- franchise tagged. Those long-term deals are going to be worked on, and then they'll be off the market. Guys like Bud Dupree, Romeo Aquara, I think I think go- guys like that, I really love. I, th- I believe we talked about it. Uh, Dustin, that those two guys are like my two best options for this team, Bud Dupree and Romeo Aquara. So I really like this class. Those guys, I mean, with the Steelers, hell, they have to answer their own questions. Uh, so, I mean, what to do with all kinds of things. And then Romeo Aquara, I feel like is my most ideal fit for the Colts right now at Ed Rusher. But right now, it's without a doubt. Ed Rusher now, with this Carson Wentz trade done, is the number one need for the Colts right now. And Chris Ballard's going to go after it. Like we've said, sources have told us he's going to go after it. Uh, if by a miracle in my mind, Carl Lawson hits, hits the market. Chris Ballard has, has got to get him to Indy. He's got to, but then again, 
in this world of unforeseen, unexpected turns, what are guys going to even want? Does Chris Ballard want to sign Carl Lawson to a four-year deal, but the money's not right and Carl Lawson only wants to come on for one year? What What's going to happen? There's going to be so much stuff about free agency this year that it might not make sense. It's going to be it's going to look weird in my opinion, but in terms of free agents, man, Romeo Aquara, Bud Dupree are the first two guys that come to me. Yannick Ngakwe, I mean, pass rush rate. I mean, I don't pay you to get pass rush rate. I pay you to get to the quarterback. That's, that's my thing. Now, if he came in as a number two, Destin, I'm all for it. But normally a pass rush rate will end up leading to the sacks. It's just the situation they're in. Now, uh, I'm just saying, like, you're talking about Yannick being the number two. Again, that, that's possible. It's just I, I don't know if Ballard's going to be willing. And we, th- we could be completely wrong. I just think Ballard in the past has looked for the guys that he thinks he can develop into the roles that they're not in yet um, and doesn't try to sign the guys that are already in that role. That's why I don't know if Allen Robinson will be the receiver they sign, but it's the one I would sign. Um, I don't I know. Doubt, I doubt he is because of the money. Um, Aquara from the Lions, the, the ru- pass rusher, I think that would probably be the most likely option. Um, I think he's a guy who's already showing he can develop into that number one pass rusher a little bit. So he's the kind of guy that I think Ballard would um, pay right now because he's not getting that number one pass rusher money yet. Um, but you give him a long-term deal at his like 13 to 15 realm that he's probably going to get, I'd do that. I think Bud Dupree kind of screams Ballard too. You know, he always looks for a guy who coming off an injury. He always looks for the best value for the position. Um, Bud Dupree seems like a guy that he might at least take a good long look at anyways. Um, How much did he benefit from playing alongside TJ Watt? Who knows? Um, And it's always scary to take a chance on somebody when they do come back from that injury. But um, I I wouldn't be mad about that at all. If they go out there and say, hey, bud, we're going to give you a short two or three year deal. Um, We're not going to pay you max money right now. Um, Maybe do an incentive laden type of deal for him. and just see if he can come on. Maybe he does. He wants to do a one-year prove-it deal like you guys talked about earlier. You know, the, the salary cap's going to go up. It's a great fit. Ballard likes those short deals to give those guys, you know, a la Eric Ebron, Xavier Rose. He likes to give those guys a chance. Kind of works good for us, works good for them, and see sees what's going to happen. Um, but definitely going to be an exciting offseason. Now that we got our quarterback, man, we got the, the number one question mark solved. It's just about what, what are the final two or three steps we do in free agency and then how we tie a bowl on it in, in the draft. So my next question is left tackle. What is going to be it there? Because, I mean, I listened to that interview with Dan Dockich and Chris Ballard had a huge smile on his face when he discussed Quentin Nelson and Braden Smith potentially playing that position. It sounded more like he was going to, you know, Braden Smith more so than Quentin Nelson. And I mean, there's a Spencer Brown that plays right tackle in the draft. You move Braden Smith over and then put Spencer Brown there. That's one of many options. I'm sure Chris Ballard has looked at, but I want to get your thoughts, guys, on this left tackle position because I am all for finding a replacement, and we don't even have to get one at number 21. We we can trade back. Like we said, maybe even if there's a guy there, Dylan Rodunes or anything like that, what is it going to look like? I mean, see, to me, when I watched that interview, I I still just don't think Quentin Nelson – 
get, gets moved to left tackle. Um, I just don't see the need. I mean, he's already – he's going to get paid a lot. That's the only um, argument that I've really enjoyed, liked about it, that he's probably going to get paid like a tackle anyway. But when it comes down to it, the dude's been a three-time All-Pro at his current position. I, will, I wouldn't move him. The, the statement that really stood out to me was that when Boward said, we are going to build the best five men on the field for the offensive line. Um, so, I mean, we'll see what that means. Um, I would be all for moving Braden Smith to left tackle. I think, I think the tackle is going to be fixed in the draft because you have to go cheap at left tackle, in my opinion. Um, you can't go and sign a guy like Trent Williams to a three-year, $60 million contract with the guys we have to pay the next few years. What about a Darrell Williams? It just depends on what the market value is. Like, we'll see, like, where that goes. It's just you have to have a guy that is pretty cheap um, on that left tackle spot right now just because of the other guys you have to pay. And I think a rookie contract left tackle is just the perfect situation to go. Um, Left tackle or right tackle. I mean, you can figure that out in camp um, after letting Braden Smith and him kind of see which side is better for both of them. Um, I mean, Braden Smith already moved from guard to tackle. Now to move him to the opposite side of the field is a big question to ask if that's something he wants to do after already learning the tackle spot. Who knows? Yeah, man, I I, I think I probably am with you on that, Destin. I would keep him at guard. I mean, I don't know. You got the best guard in football. I don't know. I don't know what you benefit from putting him out at left tackle. Even if he's, you know, top 15, top 12 tackle, you still lose something there. Um, and this draft is so deep. I mean, I'm a big PFF guy um, is so deep with the, with the tackle position this year. I think that we can really find somebody, even if we trade back a few spots in that first round, um, pick up an extra third. I think we can get our starting left tackle moving forward. I, I just think there's quite a few guys in this draft um, that will be appealing. Um, and that solves your position long-term. You know, for the next five years, you don't have to pay that position at a premium when you're already going to have to pay Braden Smith his money. You're going to have to pay Quentin Nelson his money. You're going to have to pay, you know, Darius Leonard his money. Um, kind of helps you keep this all together for the next four or five years. So when it comes to Braden Smith and uh, Quentin Nelson, look, Quentin Nelson, if he's at left guard or left tackle, I don't care because he's going to be pretty damn good. That's just my opinion. At left tackle, he's a top three left tackle in the league. He's just that much of a beast, and that's what his talent is. So whether he's at left guard, left tackle, I don't care. I know we have one of the best in the business, if not the best in the business. Now, Destin made a good point. With all these additions you're going to make, are you going to have to go cheap? So now the question is, you're going to go and find maybe what? An Alex Leatherwood, a Dylan Rodunes, a Spencer Brown, a Deontay Smith. Uh, Are you going to find those guys and possibly put, you know, in training camp, figure it out. Just find a guy and see where they fit. I know Destin even put out there during, I believe it was against the Pittsburgh Steelers. He even said like Danny Pinter at right tackle. I believe that's what you said, Destin. And we had a whole discussion about that, but it's just, just going to be about finding the best five for this team. Now, draft compensation with this Carson Wentz deal, we can talk about it. Drafting, trading back at 21, what could that possibly look like? And in my opinion, I'll say it now. He trades back and he gains draft capital for next year's draft after potentially losing a first-round pick because maybe he might want to trade up into the first round for a phenomenal talent who knows 
Yeah, I mean, I remember bringing up the Pinter um, comment. I mean, I, that was just a situation where we had to fill in for the week. Um, I'm I'm still interested to see what they think Pinter's best position is as a guy who's really just roaming the offensive line right now. But, man, it's going to be a fun offseason. Um, super excited. We don't have to worry about any more quarterback names. We can take that off our minds. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to sleep a lot better not having to see every single quarterback rumored to Indianapolis. Um, super excited for the Carson Wentz era. Now the biggest concern on my mind is uh, who's wearing number 11 between Pittman and Carson Wentz. But other than that, man, I'm super excited. Um, but I don't know if you guys have anything else to say. Um, but, I mean, I feel like we uh, covered most of it. Yeah, man, I think that's good. Um, today starts the Carson Wentz era. And let's just see what we can do, man. Well, hey, we had a lot of good conversations, a lot, a lot of disagreement, which is always nice. The fans are going to love it. Uh, Zach, once again, welcome to Colts Brawl, buddy. We are lucky and happy to have you, man. Dustin, look, it was a great episode. Fans are always going to love the disagreements we have. They're, they're just going to love it, and I certainly enjoy it as well. So coming out of this show, Carson Wentz is our QB1. Michael Pittman is a wide receiver one, and we're going to win the Super Bowl next year. So that's that's what I got out of it. So, guys, once again, thank you for joining Colts Brawl. Thank you for listening to Colts Brawl. If you haven't already, subscribe to Colts Brawl on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating, a review. We would truly appreciate it, guys. Once again, we're building something special here. Forged in Blue has joined the network. Bring the Juice has joined the network. We're all working together. We're all building something special We appreciate the support. We appreciate the love, guys. We do it for you. We love you guys. Zach, Destin, we will talk again Monday where we will talk about the safety position, grading that position, and looking at possible draft prospects and free agents. So, guys, thank you again. We will see you next week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.